Who's your favourite? Mm-mm. You got a favourite? Who's your favourite? I ain't got a favourite. Who's your favourite kid? I ain't got a favourite. Look kid. at me. I ain't got a favourite kid. Everyone's everyone's got a favourite. <laughs> I haven't got a favourite kid. If you ha- I would never ever say I've got a favourite kid. Who's your, if you could only take one on holiday, who would it be? I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go. You, you got to. Can't go. Can't go without him. If you, you can't, Who's your you can't, I haven't got a favourite. Who's the eldest? Um, Lola. That's who your favourite is. Lola's not my favourite. Just yeah. like Roxanne's oh, not, not my favourite. No, Roxanne's not my favourite neither. Lola's your favourite. And Lola's not my favourite. Roxanne's not my favourite. Nance is my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> my girls are, oh, mate, I adore them. All right. All right, are you ready for this one? Yeah, go on. Episode five right to now, man. Flowing, mm-hmm. mate. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to We're Not Playing Snooker, episode five. Five, righty. Yeah, I know, I know. It's flying by. What are you do? Why are you checking your phone? We've just done eight seconds and you're checking your phone. Everybody does that. Well, not after. I mean, what did you do? All you did was... All I done was press the button there. Why? Because I, I don't know. It's, you know what? It's almost like a nervous tick. That's awful. That that's is. not that's awful. The, got... That's all it is now. It's, it happens to everyone. What are you doing? Just checking time on mine. Yeah, but what what happens is is that why, why did you do that? Because it's such a thing in people's lives now. You just do that. Just like, hey, what's happened to that? Okay, yeah, fine. It's done. You didn't even need to say anything. But you didn't even it. know you did it, did you? No, I didn't actually until you said it. Now I feel really bad about it. <laughs> we've got lots to get through on this one. Okay, cool. Because um, we've got Linda update. Have you texted him between I now and then? I texted him. Yeah. Okay. I texted him. Okay. Should I tell we, you what I, should I tell no, you? No, not yet. We do it. We do it in 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 this bit in a bit. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. We've got competition reveal. From last week. Yeah. You remember what the word was? Two words they were. Don't say them, but do you remember? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. And we've got chapters 11 and 12 to get through and stuff to get off your chest. I don't know. If I, have I got stuff on my chest? I don't know. If, I, I might not have stuff on well, my in chest. The last, in the last podcast, you briefly mentioned the word mummy issue. Yeah. I do you remember that? You don't want to talk about that? I don't mind it, but you might go. Yeah, I don't want to go deep with people. So oh, I'm, don't I go don't, deep. I'm not going to go deep. Let's talk about going to the toilet. I can't go. Like when, like when, I, was going, when I was at school, I couldn't go to the toilet. Like, we're talking about number twos here. Well, this is because just before we did this, mm. you said... In fact, you did it. You went to the toilet just before the last episode, because you were late, about half an hour, and then just before we recorded this one. I always go to the toilet um, um, when, I get any, when I go somewhere, so I don't have to have to get up. Not number I'm two. Talking no. About, no, not number two, no. no. Can you do well, that in public? No. I don't mean everyone watches. No, I just mean, like, if we're, like, for instance, where we're doing this in this office, I couldn't go to do number two and I just wait until I get home you know you know when you have to walk like from walking to the car you know you've got something coming down on you I just stop for a second <laughs> clench in the departure lounge <laughs> you got one in the departure lounge one in the pipe you know and then you just stand and you just clench yourself for a bit and you think gosh just hold do you get that pain do you get that pain horrible pain you feel like you're going to die yeah not a lot of people talk about that pain you know the one that pain. lifts you up. You go. Oh, 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 it's a horrible that one, pain. Isn't it? It's a horrible pain. Can't do women, be good for you. Do women? Do women get that? I don't know. I've never spoken to my missus about that pain. That's one. That's a conversation you can't. Should really we have. throw Nancy? Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you fucking mad? Go on, please, just throw Nancy. Must, just say, must do be you crazy. get the pain when you go to the toilet? No way. I'm a talk. Don't even. Don't even. Should even I phone mine? No, I don't want to hear that from a woman. Don't hear about women things. It's like. Me teaching, like, now my girls. I have to teach my girls about you know, etiquette. See, I've, that's the difference between you and I. I've taught my six-year-old that when she's got one brewing to spread her hand out and you pick a finger, and when you pull the finger, she passes wind. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I just want my girls to understand that women don't do that. 
Yeah, but at that age, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, but at that age, yeah, but when you go outside, you've got to teach them at some stage. It's not what ladies do. You know what I mean? If you're in the house, yeah, you know, go. isn't it amazing that a fart noise is still funny? It's amazing, man. Isn't it? It, is it? it doesn't matter what age you are. You know what I mean? If you're with your mates, yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? I know. I love it. I I love it. I love doing it in the house. But I've, I've got a mate of mine that if he's going to go to the toilet, right, and I've 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 sort of started doing this, right? If he's going to go to the toilet in his house, he completely and utterly strips. I'm talking I about got, number yeah, two. I know. I've got one of my old mates, Mitchell. Completely. Takes all his clothes off. See, I've started doing it. It's quite Why? nice. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's weird. So that's right, I'll tell you what I do want to ask you about. Go on. <laughs> You've got two young kids now, right? Yes. So that means your kids go to school and they make friends with other kids. Mm-hmm. And that means that they have play days. Yes. That means you have other dads coming over to your house. No, only the kids come. How do they get picked up? Well, the mum's always able to pick up. Okay, but you have parties. Yeah. So you got to go to these parties. Do you mind talking to the, the dads? It's, it's it's sometimes it's awkward because you know <laughs> the kids are great, but sometimes the dads are just real, just like oh my god, I've got to spend time with a skeezer. Is there one? Don't say his name. Is, it, gonna, is there, no? Is there one particular fella? There's three of them. There's three guys. <gasps> wow. Oh, tell me more but about. I him. love my man. I love Jezza. Who's Jezza? My mate Jeremy. Okay. And he's wonderful. No, I don't want to hear the wonderful stuff. Tell no, me no, about no. the three I amigos. I can't tell you about the three amigos because the three amigos are wonderful blokes. No. Do, they know, do they know who they are? Life. No, they won't know who they okay, are. Okay, tell, tell me about I'm, I'm very good. Tell me about at Trying to talk it's about everything. else. life. They are life suckers. Good. Um, and, you know, and, 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 and boring some of them. Good. Tell me what they do. No, it's just it's What are the sort of things? That, that, that girl you scored in. <laughs> what was George Graham really like? So you've got three, that? They're not, they're not, no, they're the kind of people that are not interested in football but want to talk about it. Have you ever had a conversation like that? Everyone now. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? It's that conversation. So stuff that you've probably spoken about for the last 30-odd years, you're having to talk about that like basic conversation of football it was Spurs you played for wasn't it yes. <laughs> Tottenham and is is is, um, is is he still there George Graham <laughs> do you get the what's um, what's Mark Lawrenson really like oh, you get those God. you know something I remember used to get that a lot with George Graham but now you get it like what's Shearer like what's, what's Lineker like you know well, I can tell him what Lineker's like you know, I mean, you're out of order Probably that's why you got blocked. That's probably why you got blocked. Um, I sent him a text. Do you, should I tell you? The do text? you want to do that now? I don't. Well, I just want to tell you the text because he hasn't texted back yet. But let me just update people what we're doing. So, from episode one of this set of six podcasts, I mentioned that Gary Lineker blocked me on Twitter, mm-hmm. and since then, yeah. I via you have been trying to get him to unblock me. You've been sending him a text on I each show. Okay, what'd you send him? What'd you send him? I sent him, okay. Um, Was it nice? What I sent him, obviously, I said, if he he never contacts you on social media... Who? If I never contact him? If you never contact him, right? Like, no interaction. What is that for? I don't know. Right, okay. I I just thought, if he never contacts you on social media, (laughs) would you think about unblocking him? Okay, right. What do you think of that? If he never, so if I never, I mean, it sounds a bit weird. If I never contact him, why would I contact him? Because you want to be unblocked. You want to be unblocked. Yeah, that's all. You? Just because unblocked. That's it. 
So you're unblocked because this is about unblocking. Yeah, that's right? all it is. So what, what, what are you contacting him for? I'm not contacting him. Well, then, uh, what, what, what else oh, do you fine, want me to okay, say? Oh, fine, okay, right, okay. Right? Right. Do you want to hear what you say? Uh, not, not by the look on your face, the smirk on your face. I haven't got a smirk. Do you want to hear it? Do, I, 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 do can... I want to hear it? Well, it's there. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this for you lot out there in podcast right, okay. land. Gary Lineker's reply was... Uh, how many lines... Free. Okay, so there's detail rather than no. Okay. Three, yeah, four. If you count Ooh. one, one. If word I count on an extra line. line, just one word on a line. Okay. Sorry, mate. Oh, that's not good. That's not a good start. I'm getting my hair cut. Okay. Is he? Is he? Is he some kind of stalker? Seems awfully keen. That's what he said. Right, okay, but that's Sorry, your mate. fault. That's your fault because of what you said. But I don't. I don't think that is my fault. I think that's your fault. Put no, not stalker. Lovely, lovely bloke. Okay. And then put, don't have it too short around the sides. No. And then do hashtag ears. Do you, are you listening, listeners? Because this is why. <laughs> you know that's a, a joke. Sadness. You, you know, know what? It's a, it, you know what? It's, it, it's, he can't, he's not, he's, he's got no way of answering back to that. So you, you're, that's bull, what you're doing is bullying. Right. Not a stalker. No, of course, of course he's not a stalker. I'm not putting, a, I'm not going to put, no, of course, why? not a stalker. Because I don't want you dictating it to me like I said last week. Okay. On the last, you make me laugh a lot today. I said, you know, so not a stalker. Look at my little face, lovely though. bloke, right? Right. Have you sent it? No. Right. Put dot dot dot. Not a stalker. Dot, yeah, dot, not dot. a stalker. Lovely bloke, and then put just say you'll think about it. That's it. Last one today. Like, can this be last one ever? No, next on the last podcast. Not a stalker, the... lovely bloke. Just say you'll You're... think about it. That's it. That's all we're asking. Yes. And the listener now is thinking, listen, Goldstein's put the ball in, in Lineker's court. Let's find out what type of person Gary really is. That's what they're thinking. No, no, no. You're putting that into They're thinking heads. Goldstein's a lovely fella. He's done all he can. I've offered... Uh, do I do a question? Just I've say offered an think... olive tree, just not a branch. You'll... Just say you'll think about it? Just say you'll think about it. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm I like it. I don't, I don't like bothering him right. every, every week no, like this because I don't. I don't want him to. You know what I mean? It's, I don't. I don't want to do it. You're my friend, and I feel sorry for. Sorry we'll, for we'll see how it goes. All right, we've got one left. Um, Mum sending you to the shops with a note when you were a kid. <gasps> God. Yeah. What's to, that about? To buy stuff. Well, to to buy women's stuff. The stuff for women. So oh, you go to no with a note what? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine, isn't it? How old are you? I don't know, seven. You were allowed out at seven. What do you mean allowed out at seven? Would you allow? How old are yours now? Eight. Would you send them to the shops? Absolutely not. There you go. It's a different time. When I was growing up on the estate I grew up, you could leave your door open. Could you though? I hear that. You could. We actually leave your door open. When you in the block of flats that I lived in on Onaroka Estate. You could leave your because everybody knew everyone. We lived. Everyone burgled everyone. (laughs) Everybody lived. Ah, you, you you couldn't you couldn't get through. With, it was like it was a a, a, a a neighborhood watch in itself. You couldn't get into that place without the twitchers and the nosy people. What you oh, had, okay. in, you know. So it, she'd send you to the shops at six and seven, to, to and you'd have to get what? What'd you have to get? The women's stuff, or lady, the women's stuff. What eyeliner? No. What are you, what are you talking about? We're talk, you know, what? you know what I'm talking no, about. No, don't. That's why I said eyeliner. Go, Lipstick? I'm, no. What? That's the women's tights. Stuff what women need. For the for their cycle, what like a pedal, a yeah. chain? Yeah, yeah. So right. I'd have to go for a chain, right? We call it a chain, and then right. you, sometimes I have to go to the betting shop. Who for? For my mum and my aunt. Amazing. 
Just give it to somebody outside. They go and put the bet on you, get the bet and go back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a time you could go to the off license. Yeah, but you wouldn't get. You would. They would not serve you. Yeah, they serve. They serve. You give them the note. Uh, how old? Eight, nine, same age. Man, that's horrific, isn't it? That's what they used to do. My, but my, isn't my that mum awful? and my aunt used. To, yeah. But at the time, it wasn't something that it wasn't. It wasn't. Did you think? Like, did you go like? I can't believe they're sending me. I was to more the gutted. Office. I had to go to the shop. Didn't want to go to the shop. What was Constantly it like carrying back shop. like Tampax? Well, you don't know, do you? I'm not bothered what it is. Oh, you didn't know then? Yeah, but at the time, I don't know what it is. I know what they were. At the time, what were they called? Dr. White's or something. They were called fucking... <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Probably the worst <laughs> name. <laughs> oh, what's that? Got... From Gaza? No. Oh. So, what, so when we get a reply from him, do, do I tell you instantly? Yeah. That, that was a reply from him. Was it? Yeah. Okay, read it out. This will be the last bit of Lineker in this in this podcast. Okay, so what did we say? Um, not a stalker, lovely bloke. Yep. Just say you'll think about it. What did he say? Ask me how many lines. It's going to be one word, isn't it? Ask me how many lines, man. How many lines? One line. Right. Oh, well, why are you playing with my emotions? I'm like not that? playing with your emotions. <laughs> you want to know what he said? He said no. No, he didn't put no. Oh, okay, don't tell me what he said yet. Is the door a little bit open? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's slammed the door. Hasn't he? He's locked the door. He's chained it up, and he's put bolts on it as well, hasn't he? Just, you know when you get describe a, the door you know to you get me. Dizzy. Just got dizzy there. Just describe the door to me that he's closed. Um, a bank vault. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a way in? <laughs> so you say there's a chance? So he said, so I said that. Not a stalker. Lovely bloke. Right. Just say you think about it. And he sent back, thought about it. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Is that it? I thought about it. Okay, fine. That's not a no then. That's not a bank vault. I think that is a bank that's a little. That's a little door on a corner shop. Ding, ding. Can, so can I interpret it how I see it? Because you've just interpreted it how you see it. <laughs> the way I see it is that it's literally, that's how quickly you thought about it. Thought about it. It's not, yeah, thought about it. That's it. Done. Seen the light. Not happening. Seen the light. So why isn't there nothing else then? Why hasn't he said something Just else? Probably. Thought about it and yeah, okay. Why didn't he say that? Well, he hasn't said no. 
Might as well have. All right, if that was a girl and you're asking her for a date, thought about it. That's saying that's saying no chance. That is almost. Uh, I'll be the girl, right? Okay. You ask me. Um, will you at least think about it? Oh, I've thought about it. <sighs> yeah, but I know that he's not doing that. So what are you doing all the noise for? It's ridiculous. You're trying to make this. You're trying to dress it up. I just made Lineker sexy, didn't you know? <laughs> you're trying to dress it up, but can we get him on the line on the last podcast? I don't know. I, I, you know what I mean. I don't want to put him under like that because at the end of the day, this started organically because of your insecurity about being. It's a, not insecure. Well, the podcast listeners love it. They're all on my side <laughs> now. That's the thing. Do you not know, think if you phoned up one of your other footballing pals, right? Mm. And said, "Look, here's the deal. You've blocked someone on social media." He's a good lad. I'm telling you, he's good. would you unblock him? They'd all say, yeah. All of them. Lampard, Gerrard, all your footballing they mates. They would. Should I put a text out like that then? Yeah, who'd you text? Well, you, you mentioned them two. Yeah. Who'd you know better out of the Lamps and, Je- and Jezza? His name ain't Jezza. Stevie. <laughs> Stevie, okay. Who'd you know better out of those two? Um, equal? Equal, yeah, now. How many people? What are you doing now? You said... Oh, you're going to do it? I was going to I was going to send a text. All right, who are you texting? I've got Lampy Lou. Okay. What are you going to text Lampy Lou? Quick question. Yeah. If you block someone on Twitter and I ask you to unblock them, would you do it for me? I'll send it to I'll send it to a few. I'll, I'll send it in, oh, in on mass, yeah? All right. Uh, let me send it to... Right. That's a look it's gone to. So it's gone to Shearer. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> who else? Let me send it to Redknapp. Um, people who... Lamps? Yeah. You sent it to him? I sent it to Robbie Fowler. Let me send it to Robbie. All right. It's Vili Olais. What's, What's happening? You all right, son? No, I'm just saying, if if I block someone, right, James, and, no, if you block someone and I asked I asked you to unblock them because, and, and they, they've done something that's irritated you, would you would you unblock them? Go on, tell me who. If it was someone like Andy Goldstein, I would block him. No, but I'm just saying, if it was someone who just annoyed you, yeah, yeah, would you yeah, unblock him? Would you unblock him? Yeah, yeah, why not? Nice one. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but because I because because I said to them, the Zilmans would, would unblock him because you're that kind of guy. Go and do your stuff, and I'll speak to you. You're the best. I love you. Bye. Right, so Jamie Redknapp said he would unblock. Tick. Hang on a minute. Let me, I'm just trying to find some more people. Let me. We got we got Shearer, Redknapp, Lamps. Let me Robert send Fowler. it to S, Let me send it to SG Baby. Who's SG Berry? SG Baby, Stevie G. All right, that's it. That's all we need. You oh no more? No, we got five. Right, Alan Shearer. Right, of course. And he's put his, he's done his smiley faces with his hand. You know the Alan Shearer hand. Of course, there you go. Right. That's because Brilliant. I, was, that's I love him. Because I love him. I said I love right. you. I should have done. I should have done third. Which one, Rio? Should have done the Rio. Should Go on, I? do Rio. We'll add it on six. Okay, right? let me see if I do. Let me see if I, if I find 30. You know, this is, all comes <clears throat> because of your your sadness. No, but you know what the nice thing is now? I'm starting, now we've got one from Shearer, one from Redknapp. I'm starting to feel, you know what? I don't want him to unblock me. <laughs> because all these nice people are coming back with, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for you, righty, my mate. Right, send it to the third. See what he says. All right. All right, we'll keep you updated with well, that. <coughs> don't you, what's it? Do, you, do you want a drink? No, I think I'll be all right now. I think that, you know when you you, you you just want to get that last bit, what makes it go. You know what's fine? I'm finding that I'm doing a lot on the telly now. People keep telling me about it. Is uh, I'm doing that. <clears throat> I think it's a nerve thing. I think it's nerves. Do you? 
I think so, yeah. Because I can't understand it. Like, when I'm in everyday normal going about my business, I don't do that. As soon as I go on the television, I feel like I can't stop do, doing it. Do you that. feel as though, because you're getting older, we're all getting older, right? Are yeah. you doing things now that you're doing because you're old? Like, you know, when you stand up, when you sit down, you go like, oh. Yeah. You're doing things like that? Yeah, like when I bend down to pick something up now, I make that noise. I make an old noise. Like oh. your dad used to make. Oh, there we go. That, you know? That. You know what I started doing recently? This is awful. I started burping without even knowing I'm burping. And that's what old people do. Well, no, the, 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 oh. it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the flatulence when you no, just no, no, like no. bend over or something. No, not that. Not I've, the... got, I've got that, yeah. <laughs> you like that noise, <laughs> don't you? Why does that make you laugh? I can't do the noise. You know what's good about that, right? My mate used to do this, right? Yeah. You can use that for any word. Right, watch. I'll put I'll put it in a few sentences. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go down the end of the road. I'll meet you at the older. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but why do you do the hand with hand gesture as well? There's right. another one. Right. I'd love to come out tonight, but I spoke to my missus and she. Um... <laughs> it works. You could do any sentence, you can stick that in. Yeah, you probably could, yeah. I met a bloke, he makes balloons. <laughs> <laughs> you go over the top of that one, yeah, Why'd you go that way? Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that last one when the other two was so coming good? coming three, don't you? The gag's coming through. But you, that noise you can put I in. I love that noise. And it gets you out of a hole if you can't think of it. What time should we meet? Oh, mate. Um. <laughs> You're going to use, you please use that on Matter I'll of the Day. I'll never use that. Please, no. Uh, you, know, is it, you know, people say that to me. People cut onto, on the street. Cracking turn by Maratta, but, you know. <laughs> please stick that you in. You know, people come up to you and say, can you mention me on Matter of the Day? They don't say that. How can you do that? They don't say that they to you. They do. They say, give me a mention. You know what I mean? Right, give, give they me don't mention. say, can you mention me on yeah, Matter of the Day? Yeah, they do. They say stuff like that. Oh, it was a wonderful game, but just quickly, Brian in Maidstone, how <laughs> are you? I don't, I, no, but I always say to him, how do I get that in? What do I say? And what do they say? No, they just go, no, I'm only joking. They always, people always say, You know say, why, but oh, they, me they want to talk to you. Like, you and I went out for lunch before here. People right? say nasty things when they want You know when people who don't know what to say in respects of, um, just, hey, right, how you doing? Nice one. Um, I didn't agree with what you said there, or I really like what you said there. or They say something like, um, something with a derogatory t- like what? D- Give me an example. Um, lumped it on a bit, didn't you? <laughs> Who said that? I get that all the time. Lumped it on a bit. Yeah, carrying a bit of timber. No. Yeah. What opening gambit? Never met yeah, you before. Never met you before. Like my missus. You know what I, they should say? They go righty. <laughs> You'd know, and they have an But the thing is, they they say that, and it's, it's one of those that it's it's they they people feel like they can say anything simply because you're I don't know you, you, they see you on on the television or you're in the public. And what do you say to well, that? What do you what do you say? To what that? do you say? I say thanks for that. Cheers. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll look into it. What are you most what's supposed to say? Some people are depending on what mood I'm in. I'll say, hang on a minute. I don't know you from Adam, but you I need to lose weight. Yeah. But you know why people say that is because they want to speak to you, and they just have well, brain speak. freeze. No, but they just they think I've got to say, oh, oh. lumped it on a bit. <laughs> you don't get that a lot though. Yeah, especially I go through phases where I I I, I won't go to the gym and I'll eat a bit and and I do lump it on I mean? a bit. I, I, so they're right. They're just so, telling yeah. the truth. But the fact the thing is is that um, 
when I'm when I'm not like I feel like I'm in, I'm, I'm in quite good form at the moment. Yeah. And people, someone said it to me yesterday. Said it to me yesterday. Do you mind? Because as I said, you and I went out for lunch before, and quite a few people can I have a picture. I'm a big fan of, and you're cool with everyone, as you, you know, as you should be. <clears throat> but you, you obviously get it a lot, so it would be understandable if one day you were like, oh. "What happens if you're in a really bad mood?" And someone goes, "Can I have a picture?" Yeah, you, know, you know the thing is, it's not a case of being in a bad mood because, like, as um, as glare and as twee as it might sound, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I want to take pictures with. A fan. I ain't got no problem with it if you if you just ask nicely. I think that's what that's what gets to people in the end. People are so rude. They literally get their phone ready, um, and then they'll see you, and they'll start to pull you towards them. Oh, go on, give us a selfie. They pull you towards them. Do you, does it stop you going them. out? No, of course not. You don't mind that? that? Well, nah, no, I don't. It's not to that point. It's just <laughs> the, 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 the problem I say I have with it is, is, is the rude, how rude they are. You know, some people... You know what I mean? Some people say, oh, how you doing? They're brilliant. You talk to them and you say, listen, okay, I've got to shoot. And they say, oh, God, before you go, let me have a picture. They get the phone out and they, they just say, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. Let me just, okay, let me get... Get, get your camera out. No, get your camera out. Then the phone and they go, oh, I'm not even good at these. Hang on. And then you go, hang on, you need to turn it around. Say, yeah, you do it. You, you know it better than me. And, you know, you, you think to yourself, I don't mind. I don't mind, but... You know, I just want people to, to not be so rude about in, it. In your day when you were playing, no one had phones. No, just, so it's it an autograph. autograph. It was an autograph. You, I bet, when was the last time someone asked you for your autograph? Oh, I can't remember. How mad's that? Hang on a minute. Isn't that weird? That kids now... Like, as a kid, when I was growing up, I had autographs of everyone. Yeah, but it's right? not about that now, is it? It's about social anymore. media and putting it on social media. Mm. Do you ever get starstruck? Um... You know when people come up to you and they're like, "All oh, right," and they say that like, you put on a bit. They say that because they're just in awe, or they're just a bit nervous about meeting you. Have you have you ever met someone you're like, oh, "Fucking hell, it's Liam Neeson"? Mm-mm. Because I don't I don't go up to him. Like you know, I've been in places um, where where I've been in the same vicinity as 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 as, as, as big people, top Who, people. Who's the biggest name you've met? Um, being in the same room as Prince was Prince Nassim Hamed. <laughs> You know, <laughs> being in the same room as Prince when I was... How did that come about? Doing Top of the Pops. Um, you presenting it? Yeah, years back. It was the first television gig. And you know, being in that room was quite awkward because, like, being in the same room as him, he takes that room up, he fills that room up with aura. How small was he? Or was he? Quite small. He was, he's really small. What? Five, six-ish, something. Oh, OK, it's not really five, small, seven. is it? Yeah, but it is. Five, how tall are you? Seven. Well, I'm five nine, and I five eight. No, nine, five, not, I mean nine. you're not a giant. No, but like he was considerably smaller than me. And is he? T- is five, he a nice seven. fellow? Is he a normal fellow? Very quiet. Uh-huh, very okay. quiet. You know, when he looks at you, and you know, it was it was just you know when you meet him, hands very soft. You know, and uh, just somebody who you're just in awe of. Um, Michael Jackson met Michael Jackson at uh, Wembley. His Wembley tour because. A guy who was his agent in uh, in England, <clears throat> um, he you know what I mean he, he knew he knew my mate Steve Cutner and got to meet him as well in the, and that that was really that was a real tough gig for me because I was literally my knees you know when people say oh my knees went so you have been yeah yeah but, but you know not to the point where so, <laughs> you, you, you know you just, what did you say to him didn't say anything I just met him and just moved on. Didn't say anything because you know that was that was enough. You know, didn't what what, what are you going to say? Oh, Michael, uh, brilliant! Do, you know, didn't move for us. You know, that's, that's the kind. Of... 
Are we, we were meant to, has anyone replied to you, by the way? Anyone else? <laughs> we've heard from Shearer, we've heard from Redknapp. We've got uh, Lampard. Uh? Oh, no, one's, no one else replied? No. All right, okay. <clears throat> um, we got we got chapters eleven. Oh, we got the competition to do, okay. as well. Um, what we said we haven't spoken in this one. What we hey, s- like, honestly? Yeah, but listen, to, it's, we've literally wasted. They'll never get this time back now. Listening to people, listening to. How do you think I feel? We've got to talk about nine nil. Yes, the Palace Jesus game. Christ, that was you the know, same year you <clears> beat him in the cup semi final. Yeah, later on in the year. But the, the thing with that is, is that when we went up in eighty nine, um, one of the first places you look for when you when the fixture list comes out is is the, the places you're going to play now because you're out of that division championship and you're into the Premier League at the time it was the um, second division to the first so you're looking at Anfield Man United you know White Hart Lane um, Highbury you're looking at all the places but the one place that I was looking forward to playing and anywhere in the whole world was Anfield watching a lot of Liverpool when we were kids so um, you know to get there and you know it was it was brilliant. It was that every... wasn't the first time you played there, was it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So to get there, and you know they had all the boys, all the top players. Because remember, it was just finishing that that eighties era where they were all great Barnes and Rush. You know, what I mean, all of them were there. Hanson was Soonest. playing. No, Soonis weren't playing. Uh-huh. McMahon. Um, there was there was just I think Beardsley might have been playing. Not sure, but like they were. It was unbelievable. Couldn't get near him. Beat us 9 0. Did you have a chance for a goal? No. No. How did you feel sitting there? Co- well, I'm always curious. When you get beat 9 0, mm. is it worse than getting beat 6 0 or 7 0? Does it matter? Is there, a, <laughs> is there a scoreline you go, or it doesn't matter now? Yeah, but the thing is, is that what you've got to understand in that situation is that I don't know if you've ever been in a, in a position on a football field or anything that you do where you are helpless. We are totally helpless. Um, and it wasn't for the want of trying. It's just that we were up against a much a far superior team, tactically and individually. And we couldn't get near them. We couldn't even get close enough to them to, to, to close them down, to stop it, or just turn it around the corner. One touch, the movement was too much for us. And it was one of those that when people say, yeah, there's a difference between that division and that division, the players are sharper, quicker... And in, in that instant, and I think we might have been a few games into the season by then, we were okay, it was going okay, we was feeling like, oh, this is brilliant. That was the fucking wake-up call, man. What Can you remember, what he, was it, who's in charge of you then? Steve Coppel. Can you remember what he said to you afterwards? At half-time, he said, listen... What, what was the score at half-time? 3-0. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, we, we, it wasn't a, a total capitulation in the respects of our tactics broke down or anything. But we played Liverpool at a time where every season they gave someone a total hammering. Remember, I remember one of the ones I gave bef- before was Nottingham Forest at, at, at Anfield. I think it might have been, must have been five one or something. But like they absolutely, it was a, a, a unbelievable display of passing and moving. And they'd done the same with us, and we just literally couldn't get near them. And it was to be that helpless on a football pitch was something. I remember when it was. When it was six, and that when it was five, and then they scored a six, I can't remember. Um, I just remember just tears start welling up, started to well up in my eyes, and I couldn't stop myself. Um, Stevie G. Stephen Gerrard has replied. He's just said, um, who is it, mate? Just I'll just say, just anyone. Yeah, just anyone. Just anyone. So, what's it called? So, um, yeah, so, and I'm weird, talking about Liverpool, Stevie G, Texas, legend. Um it was it was I love the fact so that you, humiliating. It, you call Stephen Gerrard a legend 
He is. He's a I love the fact that you're up there with him. You know the thing about Stevie, Stevie as well is yeah. that as a bloke, you, you you could not dislike him. You could not dislike him as a bloke. You know, so he's he's somebody that because you know he's Liverpool steeped and everything like that. It's just he's replied. That's Robbie asking me if I'm free. I'm not. He's somebody that the same with Frank, same with Rio, same with all of them. Like, all those guys in my fu- they're friends. You know, not just through um, professional respect and the fact that they're great people, great players, and you just know them through that. Because I don't, I don't think I played against Stevie. It's just I know Stevie through just seeing him when he played for England, and I've been punting, talking to him, and just got to know him. Frank, obviously, I played with Rio, I played with Robbie, I played against and played with Shearer, I played with and played against people that you just kept in contact with, and now we're really close friends because we're at that stage of our lives where we realise that. You know, the football was a magnificent period of our, in our time. And, you know, we're now friends. That competition and that competitive nature between us, apart from when we all play golf, is, is, is gone, Stevie G. Look, Stevie G said, if it was for you, yeah. Legend. He is legend. So we got, hold on, we got Gerard, Jamie Redknapp, Shearer all saying yeah. When I heard from Lamps or Fowler. What does that tell you? From this day on, mm. I will only buy Golden Wonder. But like with the nine nil, like I say, yeah, that for me, you know what I got out of that because you have to get something out of that, and as much as I was humiliated and it was, it was humiliating defeat for us, and you know what I mean, what it done is the character of that team, and like we said, later on in that season, the semi finals, the biggest biggest game in our lives, not Liverpool players' lives, but in our lives, after losing nine nil to them earlier on in the season. To get them in the semi-finals of the FA Cup, Villa Park, you know what I mean, and go. I think we went a goal. Did we go goal two goal? It was three two down, three two down, and, and beat four three. Pardew, Pardew scored the winner. Yeah. You know, it, I've, it just showed the character of that team, and that's that team, an incredible turnaround. Unbelievable, unbelievable. We learned in fact, so much. In fact, if you wrote that in a film, people wouldn't believe. They wouldn't believe it. No, wouldn't believe it. And what it was is that I remember the coach trip back. From what game? From the Liverpool game. Was yeah, which one? The, the 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 first one. Right. You know the the, the um the first one, the nine nil, the coach trip back because at the time people weren't flying. It was a real. Can I say heart to heart for the players? But a lot of there was a lot of discussions, a lot of people together at the back of the coach, people talking and just talking about what we got to do, what could we have done, how uh, how are we going to compete with that, what do we need to do more. Steve Koppel got involved. We're talking about how much harder we've got to work on the training field in respects of not only getting closer to the top teams and the top players, but being able to then do your own stuff. You as a player, you are now playing with the big boys. And people say that all the time and it's a throwaway comment for a lot of people. Yeah, well, you were the big boys now. We, in no uncertain terms, realised that we were now with the big boys and we had to improve. And we did. We improved as a team. I didn't even play in the semi-final because I broke my leg. Um, that was the season I broke my leg, my fibula, twice. So I didn't even play in the semi-final against Villa. But to sit there and watch it happening and unfolding um, at Villa Park was even worse. And when I got there, because I was not long in the, in the, in the first division, just come up from the second division and that, scored a couple of goals. My name was starting to go about. The fella at Villa Park didn't recognise me when I got there when I got, didn't recognise me I had to make phone calls I had to get people to get me to come in and they wouldn't let me in 
It was a nightmare. So I nearly missed the guys walking out because they wouldn't let me in. Um, in That's Villa Park. incredible. Isn't wouldn't it? let me in at Villa Park. So it was it was one of those situations that the nine nil, which that really did teach teach me and teach us a lot about if you are going to compete at this level, you're going to have to mm. you're going to have to work a lot harder than that. Right, we've only got time for one story from your book. Because this this podcast is overflowing with goodness. Seriously? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I've said anything, and yeah. I just want to apologise now. No, don't. You you're think... so negative. We did this on the last podcast. I'm sorry. It's great. So you said sorry. I, did I? I'm sorry again. <laughs> did I say sorry yeah. about that? Well, I'm sorry for saying sorry. Don't say sorry. Sorry. Okay. Why don't you pick before we do the chapters? Why don't you pick the word for the competition? So the way it works is um, when we get towards the end of a podcast. I usually choose a word that one of us has said. And if you tweet me that word using the hashtag pork pie hat, tweet me Andy Goldson05, I'll choose one and write you a sign one copy of his book and I'll send it to you. What word were you all about? So last week on the last podcast, the word was. Um, can't remember. Dick control. You got to have that, guys. Dick control. You got to have your yeah. dick control. Yeah. Right? You got to have that. This week's competition word. Do you want to choose it or do you want me to? No, you choose it. All right, I've got it. I've said it recently. Two words. Okay. You happy with that? <laughs> two words. I said two words again. Um, if you know the word I've written down and you want to win a signed copy of Writer's Autobiography, tweet me at AndyGolson05, use the hashtag porkpie hat and put the words in. Uh, right, we've got one bit of your book to do and then we're done. Okay. Chapter 11. I think we're up to... Yeah, chapter 11, right? There's one story I want to talk about, all right? Mm -hmm. In it, you write about the fact you fell out with Harry Redknapp after he had a knee injury. Yeah. But I want to talk about Celtic, playing for Celtic, yeah. Mark Viduka, and the sentence, and I quote, fuck this bollocks. Oh, God. It was um, it was the super Cali, go ballistic Celtic are atrocious. Game. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was on the bench for that game. And Mark Viduka is one of the best number nines I think I've seen around in respects of a footballer that should have done a lot more with his ability. And we saw it in flashes at Leeds. <clears throat> but I remember the first time I encountered him was obviously when I went to Celtic in, it was just 99, 2000. He's a super player. Super player at that level. He was far too good for that league. But um, I remember we were playing this game and it was Barnsley at Celtic. It was really hard work down uh, up in Scotland, if I'm going to be totally honest. The press were all over me and Barnsley. You know what I mean? There were, you know what I mean? The, the stories in the up there in their papers every day, um, and <clears throat> you know the pressure was on. And you know, I, although Barnsley had a great start at, uh, at Celtic, one of the best they've ever had, they just they didn't take to him. I think they thought that Kenny Dalglish was going to be the manager, and then Barnsley was going to um, be the coach. But it didn't work out that way. Kenny went upstairs, and Barnsley was was the manager, and it just didn't work out. So we're playing against Caledonia Thistle, um, and you know it's not going well. And you know we're coming um, at half time and losing one nil. It was, it was like massive in respects of a giant killing. It was massive, and I was on the bench. And I remember Mark Viduka came in and he was just like, you know, with that Australian drawl. He said, "Jesus Christ, mate!" <laughs> so <laughs> he sat down and what did, you know, sorry, what did he say? Jesus Christ, mate. That's and, really good, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we come in and, you know, when you're playing a game like that, you, you, when you're watching a game like that, you're playing the, the nerves because you're trying everything you can, but this team are, they've, they've risen above themselves. They're, they're flying. They were, they were stronger. They were fitter. They were quicker. They just felt like, 
they we couldn't get near them just for, for whatever reason the pressure was too much and then I remember he sat down Barnsley started to dig into a few people he he, he started to do, to dig out Mark Viduka and you just saw Mark Viduka just started taking his boots off he went fuck this mate that's what he said fuck this bollocks mate and started taking off his boots he said fuck it took him up took his boots took the other boot off took his shirt off and they were fucking screaming at him you're a disgrace disgrace to the profession disgrace to this he says I don't give a fuck and he's taken his gear off took his stuff off just walked into the shell Barnsley was shouting at him Eric Black was shouting at him everybody was saying this is disgrace didn't care just walked off and then they said Ian you're going on and, and uh, you know something in respects of a um, to play for I loved playing football I didn't see it as a pressure situation Ian, you know, even going into play finals, you know, European finals like the Cup Winners Fight, going to play in Cup Winners Cup finals and FA Cup finals and big games for England, Rome and all that. I didn't feel, I wasn't frightened. It was just the nerves. This game, I was frightened. I just felt frightened. I was afraid. I, I knew that, you know, every touch was going to be scrutinised. They were booing everybody, the Celtic fans, because we were everything was going wrong. And then when the game obviously finished, uh, the fans went... Ape shit, man. Unbelievable. Outside, you know, we got the police came in after the dress after the game finished. And they said, listen, they're all outside. Thousands and thousands are lining the outside and, and, and lining the streets on the way out. So we we had to everybody had to have an escort out of there. And I remember, you know, when players were going out, they were getting Spat on? Uh, no, no, no. The booze. All right. Verbally abused. Verbally, verbally abusing the booze as it was happening. And I remember the guys going out and you can hear the booze. God, and I remember I went out um, literally after Mark Viduka. And to hear Mark Viduka get this rousing fucking applause. Because obviously the Celtic fans are thinking that John Barnes has taken him off and put me, who they saw as his mate, and put me on. So they haven't even realised, they don't even know that he's refused to play for the club. All they think is, oh, John Barnes and his mate Ian Wright and he's taken him off when we need to score and he's put Ian Wright on instead of Mark Viduka and like Barnsley, the stick that Barnsley got. But the, I went out after him and literally the fucking the cordon of line had to hold him back. I was like smiling like, what the, f like that. And then I got a message from John Hughes who was uh, one of the Lisbon Lions who'd done the kit and everything. He pulled me, I think it was the next day or the day after, and he said, Ian, there's some people who said, yeah, you better not be taking it too lightly, the fact that you... And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, you was smiling like when you was leaving. I said, John, are you fucking serious? I said, I was... I, that was nerves. That was a, I was afraid. I said, I've never been afraid in a football match before. I was afraid. You know what I mean? It was, it was just like... It was ridiculous how how they took that that loss... You know, I totally understood from Celtic's point of view, but after that, it wasn't long before I, I, I left there. But it's just how Mark Viduka reacted at that particular time as a professional footballer. It's something I'll never forget. It was. Did he, did he ever play again? Um, of course he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course he did. You know, but what 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 the fans and that sometimes don't realise is what's going on in the dressing room. No, of course not. You know, they don't know what's going. on. Have you on. ever seen that before? A player refusing never, to go out. Never. That's crazy, isn't it? Never. I've seen, play, I've seen players afraid to go out because they're, they're getting a roasting. Mm. I remember seeing a guy when I first when I was at Palace, um, Brian Sparrow, his name was, and it was a young Peter Beagrey at, 
uh, uh, Middlesbrough and he was twisting the, f- twisting the life out of him in respects that he was ripping him to shreds. And actually, he was, he was, um, he, he, Spadge recorded, he was, he was almost in tears. He was in tears in the dressing room. <laughs> Jesus. You know what I mean? And remember, I, I, so that was Palace, early doors Palace, when he was there. And uh, I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen that. You know what I mean? This, and remember, this is the professional game where this is the holy grail for me. I remember, I remember one day I was walking in training and I could smell cigarette smoke and walked, went to the toilet and then one of the cubicles was open and it was Mickey Joy smoking a cigarette. A professional footballer. And, you know, I'm not long come off the, off the building site, so I'm fucking, this is just unbelievable. Seeing a player cry, seeing a player smoking. You know, it was, it was, it was an eye-opener for me, but Celtic and that particular game and Mark Viduka's attitude and that day was something I'll, ne- I'll mm. never, ever forget. Do the accent for me again. <laughs> um, he said, "Fuck this, mate! Fuck this bollocks!" <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fuck this bollocks. That's uh, that's all we got time for. I'm really. I'm, I'm not going to spoil. Why are you sorry? Because I, I always feel like I've not given enough. I don't feel like I've said enough. Like you know, I've totally lost. You, you, as haven't, as we, you as haven't. But we're out of time. As soon as we leave, as soon as we leave here, I remember the cleansings, cleansing the cleansing of souls. Well, just text me. I'll text. Text me a key word. Um, I texted the keyword I've forgotten it <laughs> text me, that's age text me. see that's the thing we're that talking is. about with age do you go up the stairs and forget what you go up there for yeah go in rooms and don't know what I'm doing in yeah. there and then I have to go back and then I'll remember again not good. does that happen to you it's not good. I can't remember <laughs> uh, that's all we've got time for what's your new sign off it's not say goodnight right what is it uh, see you later see you later did anyone else reply no Look. Well, you're gonna, what, are you going to put it on? I bolt a little bit on the end after the music's died down, which is this bit now. Hang on a minute, let me see. Uh, oh, it's just Stevie G saying I love you too, bro. So we're done? We did. You we, happy? We did, yeah. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.